Wait, is Frank calling us from jail right now? <laughs> so, Joe, was that like the hardest thing you've ever done in your life? Probably being friends with you guys is harder. <laughs> so while you were in Florida, did you uh, visit your buddy, Kurt? <laughs> no, that's a scumbag. I, I just, no. My hand just started freezing. Well, I wonder if it shrunk a little bit in the cold. It always shrinks in the cold. Mine does. <laughs> I just grabbed my water and it went over the button. Bye. Bye. We definitely did not frank it last week. All right. I guess we should do introductions. We are nothing fancy. We are just a bunch of high school friends who get together on Zoom every week in order to keep from going crazy and to keep from getting cabin fever in the middle of our <laughs> global pandemic that we're in the middle of. This week, we're all going to answer the question, have you ever been told you look like someone famous and who? So I don't look like him anymore, but when I was in college, when I had more hair, a lot of people told me I look like Michael Keaton, especially the original Batman, Michael Keaton, the, the 1980, 80, what, 88 Batman? Right. Was it 88, 89? Because my hair was longer and kind of long in the back, and it was kind of curly. People would make me put on their, their glasses in college, and then they'd make me say, I'm Batman, and they would all get a big kick out of it. Shane's next. I, uh, I've been told many a time I look like Ron Jeremy. I'm going to guess that that's a porn star. Good guess. <laughs> he just, so what's, he's got a big he's got a big belly and he's got a big hands and a big feet and a big nose and everything on him's big <laughs> oh man it's because that we both have dark hair now ron jeremy had like when he had the long hair like we had the mullets so no, you're like, you're literally not just making a joke people have told you because of your oh, hair yeah. and because of your belly yep <laughs> All right, who wants to go next? Joe rolled his eyes when I asked this question. Let's take a guess who Joe looks like. Ron Howard. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Well, who do you think you look like? Who told you? What do people tell you when they first meet you? They they haven't said I look like Prince Charles, but they said I, I look like as if I were a member of the royal family. There you okay. go. I see it. I okay. see it. An, a lesser known brother. A redheaded stepchild. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> redheaded stepchild mick so i've been told I, you know uh, michael chiklis you know he is the guy in the shield yep. i can yep, see that yeah yeah and i look like shrek so yeah <laughs> which we mentioned last week you look more like fiona shrek <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> you're prettier than shrek <laughs> all right, so now we all get to say, since Frank, since Frank's not here yet, we all get to say who we think Frank looks like. Maybe Yoda. <laughs> He's so cute. Baby Yoda. I think Frank is the only one that has gotten better looking with age. He's grown into his looks, hasn't he? He's yes. gotten more hair, it seems like. We're all I would also say he looks a lot like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I have a job idea for Shane. You know, even even after Shane gets a job, we should still continue to give him job ideas because you know yeah. we one of our we ideas definitely. might be might I be the up, way better I than looked, what the job he picks. I looked up Area Fifty One. You saw that I was applying. I love job that. There. Did you apply? 
We, oh, I've got to send them a resume. I've got to get that put together. Well, you've had a week. <laughs> what did you what do all week, Shane? Doing? Watching football? Yeah. <laughs> so my idea for Shane's next job, and this is actually a serious idea, I know, surprising. I thought of this while Joe was running. Joe, tell me if this is a real job. Live virtual fitness coach. One-on-one, an actual human is talking in your ear while you're running. That human is not talking to other runners. They're literally assigned to you for that run. Is that a thing or did I invent I, something awesome? I, I don't, I can't confirm awesome. that it's an actual thing, but there are personal trainers <laughs> and it would not surprise me if during this pandemic, so, those personal <clears throat> trainers started doing virtual personal training. So you know how Uber works. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just normal average Joes that are driving, right? And then it's ordinary people and they are the ones using the Uber service. When Uber started, it changed the face of taxi service. A lot more people are getting rides now that Uber's a thing than before when it was just a taxi thing. So I think a transition could happen between where there used to be like personal trainers that you pay directly versus you've just got this app and you pay like a monthly fee or you pay, you know, a very small fee per event. Like Joe, would you have paid five bucks to have a, you know, a one-on-one Frank fitness coach talking in your ear and, and um, encouraging you during your, and I'm thinking with, with all the technology, the virtual fitness coach should have access to all of your live data, your, your heart rate, how long you've run, how fast you run, and all the data that you have on your phone, Joe, should be in front of the fitness coach's face, and they can use that data to encourage you. Listen, Elon Musk. <laughs> Is that a good idea? Well, I don't think, to be honest with you, having someone tell me, Joe, run faster, <laughs> um, wasn't going to pay five bucks for that. That's not what Shane would have said. Shane, give us an example. Joe's running. He's in the middle of a 26-mile marathon. Let's say halfway through the marathon, Joe slows down. I can tell because of his vitals, he has slowed down and his pace is going down. And what I would say to Joe is, hey, make me a sandwich. <laughs> and then that would make Joe hurry up and get up. <laughs> Perfect, Joe. <laughs> I think the other part of that would be you tend to trust when you get into a Uber driver's car that they have a driver's license and they know how to drive, yeah. but you don't know the person on the other end of the line. You know, they could be a 350 pound. That's know, the beauty of it. If it's audio only, they could be huge like, sitting oh, on their sorry. couch, but they could still, if they see your vital signs, they could still be an encouragement in the proper way, especially if they're trained by the company you know, the Uber fitness company or whatever we decide to call it. Oh, I like this we part. Kurt's going to do all the work. And we're gonna <laughs> Only after I retire. I don't have time for this. You heard him say we. Well, I consider this a brainstorming session. So, um, you know, we're all, except Frank. Frank hasn't said a word, so he doesn't get anything. <laughs> Perhaps, Kurt, we should just make our podcast. The, the five of us doing things like go, 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 go. Yeah. And then people can subscribe people to the can podcast. Just, yes. Three more, encouraged. Three, three more reps. Three more reps. You can do it. I yeah. we'll throw week. in somebody's name every week. We'll have a different person's name. That way I love I love the tough. idea of the of the live data and the personalized, you know, one-on-one -on -one direct coach. I, I'm gonna look into this. 
If this doesn't exist, it needs to. So listeners, we have 20 listeners right now. If one of the 20 listeners is an entrepreneur and can make this happen, go for it. And if you, if you, if you get rich off of it and you want to throw a little money our way, that's fine. We'll take it. No pressure. <laughs> Frank, how long have you been home? How many of your wives did you take yeah. on this trip? <laughs> you should probably listen to, to a couple home. You should probably listen to last week's podcast. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, did you and Tim get into a little Siamese tricycle? <laughs> what? What's that? <laughs> You've got a well, revolutionary, Frank. Figure it out. <laughs> what was that siamese tricycle what's a siamese tricycle oh my god let me google it let's go on to something else wait i want to see what google says hold on google may not even know that one yet oh man it shows a bunch of tricycles I don't think. <laughs> Try using Google Images. <laughs> oh, I hurt already. I gotta quit laughing. Oh my gosh. All I see is a bunch of pictures of I don't Siamese know, cats That's... and tricycles. Frank, are there literally pictures of Siamese cats on tricycles? <laughs> No, just tricycles and uh, Siamese cats. Dang. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Let me, let me go get the dictionary, though. <laughs> I feel left out. I don't know. I can't look at the podcast. <laughs> listen to the podcast, Frank. Shane, explain what I'm it a, is. I don't know what it is. I've never done it. <laughs> have you, any of you guys watched Cobra Kai season three? I have not any of it. I haven't watched any of them either. I know they're I'm, good, and I haven't got to them yet. I'm f- we finished season three last night. Excellent. So good. Well, um, I'm enjoying said, it. I'm watching Yellowstone. How many of you seen that? I've heard good things about it. It's it's on my list of many oh. things I want to watch. But yeah, little, I've heard good things about it. A little crazy. I think I added it I'm, to my queue a couple weeks ago. I've got a lot of stuff in my queue. I try to watch some movies in between seasons. So like... Um, like I did Cobra Kai season two a couple weeks ago. And then I, I spent like the whole following week just watching, you know, random movies. And then I did a week mm-hmm. where I was just watching Cobra Kai season three. Actually, I did that. I did that in a couple of days. But the movies I've been watching lately, none of them have been really great. So I don't feel like I should give them any credit by talking about them at all. They were they were pretty bad. That's because everything's yeah. coming out on so, Netflix. It's not like a big, big movie thing. Now. I know. So, I mean, right. I guess... So I guess before I watch a movie, I need to go to like a third party website like Rotten Tomatoes and see what the ratings are because everything on Netflix seems like it's highly rated. And then when I watch it, it's like, well, that's a stupid movie. Why do people like it so much? Because it's all they have to watch. Yeah. So it's the Netflix rating. It's not like the Rotten Tomatoes rating. Frank, while while you were rebooting, we were talking about uh, I brought up the Cobra Kai. Did, Did you watch the third season? So I have not. Um, I started it, but I no. I kind of want to go back and watch the second season. What? Okay. And okay. then and then watch the third season. Okay. 
but you're not getting spoilers you're not seeing spoilers online frank because like literally the day after season three dropped and i had only watched like one or two episodes i got spoiled and it wasn't like i read an article it was the headline the literal headline of the article completely spoiled really like a a serious part of season three for me so the great thing about vacation is i i've not been on facebook i haven't been watching the news um it's been awesome. So you have no idea what happened in our nation's capital last this past week? He was there. I heard something. He saw it. I heard something about in it. In person. What a cluster. All right. Tell us about Mandalorian season one, episode one. I watched the first episode, and then I started to watch the second episode and got bored with it. But the first episode was pretty good. It was I'm trying like... to remember what the storyline was for the second episode. Um. It was almost like a Western with like Clint Eastwood, that one dude, I don't know what his name was. Oh, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Wasn't he kind of like Clint Eastwood? What was the oh. premise? They have different directors for different episodes. Baby Yoda. And so you'll get yeah, they went to go, styles. They went to go look for Baby Yoda, the 50-year-old Baby Yoda. No, he was at the end of episode one, Frank. You're getting him confused. No, what? Baby Yoda was found at the end of episode one. That's what the hanger was, the cliffhanger. That's what you so want me to I'm watch. Asking you, I'm one. asking you what about what I'm asking you what was the premise of episode two that made you hate it? Yeah, I can't remember what two was either. But I just got I'm, bored. I'm, but it's like didn't. in the first one, there was a lot of action. I like it. I'm not all excited about it, but I think what it is is every week there's just a little thing they got to do, and then it goes back to okay, now we got to take the baby here. Little thing we got to do. I mean, it's it's always the same thing, but it's a different thing they got to do. Season one was a little weak in in some of their plot lines, their storylines. So chapter two, oh, that's the one. So episode two was the one where the Jawas strip his ship, and then he has to go deal with the Jawas, and um, he has to fight that big rhinoceros thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, part, I like that episode, part. Frank. I'm, that makes me sad that you were bored by it. I will say that there are a couple episodes in season one that I hated. My son was excited when he watched it, and that's what made me want to watch it. It was, it was something we could do every Friday night. He would run down here, and we'd sit down and watch it. I love it. Yeah. So it was, I love it. It was fun to watch that together. So I want to tell you about another movie I watched. Uh, but it was on HBO with Chernobyl. That's really good. I've seen Chernobyl. I wanted to watch that. Miniseries. Really, it, yeah, it's cut out. I need to watch I, it. I kind of I didn't know a lot of that, you know, because we were younger when that happened. It's pretty crazy. For the for the TV show, you know, they're dramatizing things, obviously. But the, the main story is is basically there. Mick, what have you been watching? I watched the first two seasons of Fargo just now. They are really, really good, but they're kind of, they're bloody. And kind of gory. Are it's they based really, off the movie? No, just the title. It's very interesting writing. The first two see, yeah, the first one's got Billy Bob Thornton in it, and he does a good job. And then the second one has uh, Kirsten Dunst and her hu- current husband in it, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. So it's Those a drama. People, yes, but a lot of people get murdered. <laughs> and there's nothing. There's no no humor in it at all. There's yes, it's a kind of a drama. A, a dramedy, I guess. Just like yes. the movie Fargo. Yes. Yes. Just different storylines. Hmm. Are the characters in the Fargo TV show like cops and detectives and they're like trying to figure out murders and stuff? 
yes, there are cops in them. And then, but you see both sides of, you know, you see the, uh-huh. what the murder does and all the different plot lines, what he's trying to do and then what the cops are doing. It's, it's good. I, re- I so, really did enjoy the movie Fargo. Maybe I should put yeah, the, the you would like I should put that on my queue. Hey guys, I got something in the mail this week. Oh, Joe, what'd you get in the mail? Show us. It's this book that I read and told Kurt about back in 2016. <laughs> you already own that book, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right well She's frank okay. doesn't realize this since he was gone but we had a contest last week joe won and his prize was that book what's the title of that book joe let's let's go back a second joe won <laughs> <laughs> so joe, joe doesn't agree that he won he thinks it was rigged in his favor so joe complains he never... when he doesn't win and joe complains when he does win frank this, this was is not joe. a competition <laughs> So what's the name of your book, your prize, your big prize that you that you what already if? that you already owned and so didn't want or need <laughs> or appreciate at what all? What if by Randall Monroe. Randall Monroe is the creator of what? XKCD. Which is a very popular and quite Porn famous site. cartoon. <laughs> it's a stick figure cartoon. And it's really kind of geared towards technical people like engineers, but it's honestly, everybody loves XKCD because it's just, it's just good humor, but it does usually have a technical kind of bent to it. So uh, um, engineers love it. It's our fave. So Joe, can you read us a a small excerpt? So you sent it to a social worker? I thought you'd appreciate it, Joe. Can you read us a small excerpt? Uh, Well, these are like full chapters. The cover of Joe's book has a Tyrannosaurus Rex being dangled above a Sarlacc pit. So Correct. can you give us a summary of what that what that is about? Oh, uh, Sarlacc pit. I'm going to have to find it. Hang on. Uh, don't tell me Joe and I are the only ones in the meeting who knows what a Sarlacc pit is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. There's no none of the chapter titles have Tyrannosaurus by your memory Rex or since you pit. since you've read this no. book by your memory what four is that ago. picture what is that picture four, about four years ago I don't remember that one what would happen I, I remember chapter what would one. happen if you dropped a T Rex into a Sarlacc pit the first thing I remember was chapter one which is what would happen if the Earth and all terrestrial objects suddenly stopped spinning but the atmosphere retained its velocity the right. answer is <sighs> a nearly everyone would die. <laughs> And then you know, he goes on to explain the, the physics and the and the he talks about the wind. The wind, the wind would be how insane. bad the wind would be, and yeah. yeah. So Have it's you kind read of this, a, Kurt? Kind of a science. You read this book? N- no, but I know. I know uh, the premise. Yeah. Kurt's an engineer. He knows what happens if the it's, world stops spinning in the atmosphere. It's kind it? of it's kind of like bringing in a little bit of science, just enough science to yeah. um, pique your interest without going overboard well, in the and science. I remember it talking about if that were to happen, the wind would be so strong going across the surface of the earth. It would be kind of like a tidal wave in that it would sweep off like the top several feet of earth Jeez. and turn it into like kind of, again, like a tidal wave. It would all get swept along. So it'd be like this high velocity sandstorm or dirt and tree and everything storm flying across the the surface of the earth. So it wouldn't just be air. It would be Mm -hmm. billions of tons of of obstacles that would be flying around at you. Which would easily kill all life on earth. Good book. So if you want to read it again, read it again. Um, If not, put it in the post and you guys can figure out how you want to trade your, trade your prizes. I don't think, I don't think Frank's done with his yet. 
I don't think I'll ever be done with it. <laughs> really? Well, Mike, don't you don't you read it every night before you go to bed? Yeah. So alternatively, you could read it on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh I gave blood this week or plasma, so I went there to do it. They you gotta fill out a form and stuff, and they asked me this question. Well, first she goes, What's your name? What's your birthday? She goes, What's your gender? And I looked at her and I said, What? She goes, What do you identify as? And I said, ma'am, I'm 50 years old. I've never been asked that question in my life. She goes, well, I have to by law to ask you that. And I go, are you kidding me? I almost made something up. <laughs> a I unicorn. You should have said a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> so think about this. If you ever go somewhere to do it and they ask you that question, you can be prepared to make something up. Unicorn, Mandalorian. Jeez. Did you get paid a lot to do that, Shane? Uh, I got a hundred bucks. I, I didn't know. Everybody... I didn't know you could get paid for that. Why don't you tell yeah, me? Yeah, there's there's some people you that have paid it's, it's, quite a bit. Like an hour. Takes like an hour. Oh, I know. I that. know how to give plasma. It's it's yeah. right there in the in the bloodmobile where I get my blood every every six weeks. I got I got to wait three days. Every three days I can get plasma. Wait, Shane. are you going to go back in three days and get another hundred bucks? I did more. it twice. I've done it twice already. I'm Is it hundred bucks each? Yeah, I'm going to do it until they tell me I, I can't go out. So every three days, you can go do this and get another 100 bucks. Yeah. Holy when my, cow. When my wife and I my were first married, job. we were so poor that we went for like four months straight so we could buy, and, and we used that money for Christmas gifts. I've given blood my entire life, and there's a plasma machine right next to where I give blood, and I could give plasma just as easily, and I wouldn't no. get paid for it. You got to go yeah, to a you... plasma donation site. Yeah. Oh, this isn't the American Red Cross. No. no. It's right next to the sperm bank. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I found it, just so you guys know. That's how Frank goes. That's Frank where I go in. every week. All right. That's my problem is I go to the American Red Cross and they don't pay you for squat. No, they don't. You should go to the uh, plasma bank. All right. Before, before Mick gives up and leaves, what else does Mick want to say? this week what else do i want to say yeah um my son's interviewing for for jobs for uh, i guess internships for accounting he's going to be an accountant wait a uh, second your son is still in college yeah okay i lose track of how old everybody is especially when Wait. they when they leave the house i just kind of assume right. that they're all often married and yeah well let's talk for a quick minute of, about um college tuition because I think there are two big camps and I don't think, I think they both have really good arguments and I don't think, you know, one is an obvious choice. There's the camp of the parents saving the money for tuition and essentially paying the kids tuition so that they're not in debt when they start off in, you know, in real life. And then there's the the camp that says, no, the kid pays for their own tuition because life is, you know, about hard knocks and they have to learn that life is, you know, about creating debt and paying it off. And so where do you all, I'll tell you where I stand. And this is why I, I, I started saving when the kids were little. It's because my parents did it for me. My parents paid for mine and my sister's tuition. If they hadn't done that, I might have a different stance. Um, I feel like it gave me really good footing so that um, I wasn't in debt when I started on my own. But I can see I, I can see the other argument about, you know, mm-hmm. why give kids handouts? You know, they need to understand that life costs and that they, they're going to have debt and they're going to have to pay it back. Well, I, I'm I'm right there with you, Kurt. I think 
I mean, my parents, you know, helped me pay most of my way through college, except for the scholarships that I, I could get. So I feel like I, I want to help my kids. Um, I have uh, a good friend of mine, the, the one who listened to the podcast, who didn't like it. Um, <laughs> one of her friend's daughters, rather than getting a job, like in the summer, she took the time that she could have been working and she dedicated those hours to finding scholarships because there's, you know, thousands and thousands of scholarships. And she literally applied for who knows how many scholarships and she was able to get through college on those scholarships without working. See, most that's impressive. Most kids don't do that because it's not trivial. It's a lot of work to comb through and do the research and do all of the applications that you have to do and write all the stupid essays. Yeah. Yeah. Something else you got to think of when you're doing all this. I'm, I'm the same with you two. My parents paid for my college. I got, I did my graduate work. I was a graduate assistant. Um, so that was completely paid for that way. But I always thought, you know, when you see those big numbers that cost 32,000, Texas a says, yeah, it's going to cost you, you know, $28,000 a year yeah. for, for everything. And it's not really that close. I mean, you're going to pay, I think we're going to pay $6,500 a semester for tuition. And then, basically maybe a thousand for books. And then we, and because we pay his rent by the month, that doesn't really, to me, or it's never really counted when we paid the, the rent. For well, housing, our- housing usually costs more than, than tuition. And a lot of people don't take that into account like they should. So if they, if you can get them out of the, the uh, dorms, it's, 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 a lot, it's a lot cheaper. Right. I agree with that. Um, not everybody has the maturity to live on their own outside of the dorms. I do understand the, uh, the argument of letting them, you know, making them live on their own and grow up. Shane hasn't given um, his opinion. I got money saved for my son, but I don't think we'll pay for his whole school. I mean, he'll, he'll have to pay for some of it himself. Yeah, there's kind, yeah. Of, a, there's kind of an in-between option where, you know, it's, you, I've know, got money you pay a little and the kid pays a little. Yep. Yeah. So right now he just, he wants to make video games is what he says. That's what every teenager wants to do of this generation. Both of my kids wanted to do that five years ago. At a certain age, that's what every, that's what every kid wants to do. They want to. Because of Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like Minecraft, but at a certain level, it's destroying our society, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we got to get going. All right. Everybody has to say goodbye. This is Sean. Peace out. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you guys. Good night, guys. Good meeting. See you, See you next, See you next week. week. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. That's our podcast this week. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to contact us for any reason, we can be reached via email. Just send your email to talkaboutdumbstuff at gmail.com. No dots between those words, no dashes, nothing fancy. Just all those words mashed right up against each other. Talkaboutdumbstuff at gmail.com. And hopefully, if we didn't uh, offend any of our listeners this week or bore you to death, uh, we will see you again next week. See you then.